I'm Grant Gus. I'm Bryce Starr. And I'm Agent Gibb. And, and this, this is Radio Sessions Over Tea. So once again, we are at my place. It is 25 degrees Celsius. It's a pretty sunny day. There's minimal clouds around. And we are in the lounge room, which actually is overlooking the fruit trees out in the garden. We have apple and plum trees, and since this is the spring season, it's grown its first petals. So hopefully we can get a little miniature harvest going on before the summer's end. You all, of course, know the drill. Uh, we have new teas to introduce, and we've also added a new twist to our podcast. We've decided that since the hot seasons are now approaching, we are now going to introduce cold drinks. And speaking of cold drinks, Rice Star and Grand Gus actually have their own to introduce. Thank you, Agent Gibb. Today's tea, which actually Agent Gibb and Bryce Star have tried, is the Lipton Peach Light Iced Tea. Oh, yum. Mm. It's a 99.9% sugar-free. Also, the taste is wow, 100% delicious. It's made with finest quality black tea to sure you all want strength to delight your taste buds, leaving everyone cool and refreshed. No artificial and preservatives. You're left with an aftertaste of the amazing peach taste in your mouth with only three calories consumed. Can you believe that? I cannot believe that. Like, I'm shocked. I might need that for a weight loss journey. You won't have to worry that you will put weight on. The health benefits is only low calories. So when you consume it, it's not gonna put weight on. It's gonna keep you refreshed throughout the day. When I check the packaging of the bottle, it has absolutely zero sugars, concentrate, saturated, dietary fiber and sodium. Wow, so much punched into that sugar-free mm. peach tea. The ingredients include water, tea extract, food acids, peach juice from concentrate, oxidants, and artificial sweeteners. Let's see if it tastes as good as it sounds. I always get excited drinking this. It's always my go-to tea, actually. Oh, wow, the flavors. You can really feel that peach. Even that aftertaste, I feel, you still get that strong peach. It doesn't leave a yucky dryness flavor in certain some iced tea. Is it a mixture of light and dark in the taste? Yeah, well, when I read up about it, it had a bit of black tea in it as well, which I found quite interesting to say the least, because have you ever had something and you don't really notice it has it, but it has it in the actual drink or food? Like, like other flavors that are overpowering others? Oh yeah, pretty much. That is Lipton Peach Light Iced Tea. So moving on now, I'm going to leave Brystar to take it away with his cold drink. Well, this one was an interesting one because I wanted to try something different to what I drink. And mine is from a company called Good Earth Organic Kombucha Passion Fruit and Lime. And Ooh. I love the smell from it. This is organic, so it has so much natural ingredients so it's got naturally low in sugar organic ingredients and no nasty stuff but it's refreshingly good and it's got the best bacteria in it as well so good bacteria living creatures in the drink i'm gonna have a taste it's like i'm drinking <laughs> <laughs> whoa i can't explain it but it's got that Zeng, passion fruit feel. It's 
fruity, sweet and sour. You can taste a bit of that sparkling water as well with that fermented tea. And it's just that tropical fruit flavor. This tea is actually really good because it can actually help with a lot of things. Mental health, gut health, helps with digestion, loss of body weight, boost of energy, and there's so much more on the list. But over there, I can see a really good tea, Agent Gibbs. So Ooh, yes. what's your tea and how does that taste? Well, Bryce Star, I decided that my taste moods are in a bit of a fruity mood today. Oh. With that said, I've decided to go with a T2 product called Pax a Peach. Nice. I can just feel it like it's packed with the peach. It's going to give you that power flavor. Speaking of flavors, the ingredients include apple, white hibiscus, papaya cubes, sweet blackberry leaves, peach, chicory root roasted, natural and artificial flavoring, marigold petals, and citric acid. The health benefits of this tea includes the improvement of metabolism. It also aids in weight loss and weight regulation. Strong in vitamin C, which helps in healing wounds and helps boost the immune system. Antioxidants include anthocyanins and phenolic compounds, which can help improve the integrity of blood vessels and arteries. It lowers blood pressure to reduce risk of heart attacks and strokes. It also has potassium, which can reduce stress on blood levels and therefore lower blood pressure. It also includes calcium and fluoride, which can improve bone mineral density and lowers risk of osteoporosis. Interesting. There's like a jam pack of health benefits there. It's really beneficial and, and because it has lots of antioxidants, it uh, can prevent a lot of stress, which in turn can promote your heart, brain, eye and your skin health. So, let the taste test begin. It's very, very dark. I can definitely feel the, the peach aftertaste. With this tea, I'm imagining walking on a beach. Just walking along the sand, sun's glaring down, and I'm just looking out the waves. And you know, that feeling of serenity that you get, I can f actually feel that, that taste in my mouth. So now with all our tea testing out of the way, it's time for the ratings. So, Grand Gus, how would you rate your Lipton peach tea? Well, I must admit, I actually rate it 10 out of 10, only simply because it's my go-to tea and the taste it doesn't disappoint with only three calories to it. That's my reasons why. Brystar, what's your rating? I'm over here still drinking my tea, <laughs> guys. And I'm going to rate this probably 9 out of 10. I feel that it has a difference between a sweet feel and then it's got that zang punch to it because it's something that I've never tried before, but wow, I would literally buy. What about you, Agent Gear? What would you rate your tea? Oh, I just finished mine. Oh. <laughs> yeah, mine would have to be a 10 out of 10. Mainly because I, I like dark flavours, but also because I like apple and peach combined, so... <laughs> that does sound good. Okay, we had so many delicious teas, guys. It was so great. But now it's time for topic time. This topic is every little bit is close to our hearts because everywhere people are experiencing this and it's not just Australia it's international as well and we are focusing on mental health this is very important because mental health does not really 
get noticed a lot in this world and we really just want to bring it out there to you guys. I'm already crying and tearing up about this. It's just really emotional. We will go to Agent Gibb now to talk a little bit about his experience of mental health. So what I've done is I've actually tried my best to do some research on this topic. Turns out, of course, it doesn't just happen in Australia, it happens globally. I've looked up some statistics on this topic and turns out uh, 264 million people of all ages and 300 million globally actually go through depression and mental illness. Wow, that's a big percentage of people who are struggling right now. Yeah, yeah and it's so sad because it never gets looks into. The Australian government has paid billions of dollars on, this, on the coronavirus pandemic, you know, looking for vaccines and cures. I'll admit it's understandable because the death toll for the pandemic has passed the one million mark. But when it comes to the mental health system, not a lot of people pay attention to it because I've also looked at the statistics for suicide rates and apparently 800,000 people die every year. Yeah. It's not really a good result for, for our population. I've also done research for depression and the symptoms can include uh, mood fluctuations, short-lived emotional responses, severe challenges in everyday life, poor function at work, school and family life. I would like to say that yeah, mostly a lot of those I can tick off for myself because I suffer with anxiety. It just becomes really sad to when you can't process something and some days when you're just having a really badly stressful day that all you can really do is sort of lock the door and stay in your bed and never wake up yeah and it just gets so hard because you want to go out and do things but it's just this bubbles that just wants you to be safe because everything is fear you start getting really depressed as well and you know with the government i feel like when it comes to the mental health system they're not paying enough attention to it Agreed. It's, like they, it's like they put yeah. it to the side and yeah. think oh you know they can they, they can take care of themselves it's not massively recognized as what it should be it's not just the government there's also i mean there's a lot of social stigma around mental illness or if there's other people out there who see someone with it and think oh my god they're dangerous it just makes me emotional thinking about it because yeah, every time this same. topic is really important it's from the heart you know with everyone and COVID that came this year it's hit people hard because a lot of people lost their jobs who have lost their work if I can give one person advice out there stay strong I know it must be really difficult losing everything but things will get better there's always people to talk to even those who you don't think can it's important just to give it a try not just for the sake of the people around you, but most importantly, for your own sake. Moving forward along with this topic, I mentioned before that 300 million people are suffering from this globally, so that's at least 10% of the population. In terms of international circumstances, uh, India, China, and the US are actually the countries that are most affected, because you know how you've heard news in the US about school shootings, cinema shootings, now with this whole situation where people are out on the streets, they're beating each other up. It's a serious bad thing. 
It's just what's happening over there right now. It's just like a full-on crazy year and everyone's mental health is skyrocketing. We've all mentioned that we have had our own experiences with these illnesses and disorders. I actually had depression for at least four years. I was actually admitted to a hospital once for two weeks. Um, I had blood tests, I was put on medication. I think I was around 93 kilograms when I first left. My experience was that whenever I was in bed, I didn't want to wake up, I was just paralyzed. My vision was blurring, I had hitched breathing. I kind of felt like I was paralyzed, like I wanted to just lie down, just forget about the entire world. And whenever I was in social situations, my eyes would just start back and forth and I'd be thinking, how the hell am I going to get out of there? So have either of you ever felt like that? Yes, 100%. I actually gained a lot of weight from constantly eating. I was about, the highest that I was, I was 129 kilos. I try to lose weight and how I ate better healthy eating to yes. get through it. Going to the gym, it really helped release the stress that I was going through at that time. And um, since after that, I've it's become more of a thing where I've actually started having a lot more smoothies now. Still getting there day by day with it, but I've come a long way from it. My experience is a little bit different. I've struggled a lot. It started all the way through school and it's from like bullying and everything as well because I've been bullied constantly my whole entire life and I felt I always kept letting myself down constantly and I've just been trying so hard to overcome everything by just having time to myself and nature. Something that you really really love and passionate about just keep manifesting that into your head. I'm still struggling at the moment because it still comes back and then forth, but I'm slowly getting help for it all the time and I'm hoping eventually it will go down because sometimes I've had worse situations where I've been just crying and not good enough. Not close to suicide, but I know a lot of people have had levels that have actually done it. Thank you both for sharing. I, I think it's especially important to have hobbies that you enjoy and takes you away from yourself in, in the moment. I'll give an example. Um, for me, how I cope with it is that I play the keyboard in my spare time because I like playing music. It helps with my concentration. It keeps me aware and in the moment and I don't think about anything else. I like writing because I've decided to make writing a hobby. I have a journal and I, whenever I write my thoughts down, all of it just goes on the page, it's not anywhere else. And the more I write it down, the more I feel like I can cope with it better. Well, just goes to show all it takes is an outlet for you to really show what you're capable of. It isn't easy. I mean, I mean I'm sure we've all had experiences where it's really hard to actually admit that you have that you have a problem and that you're going through something that you need help. And then I think, well, nothing worth doing ever is easy. There's another thing that I want to touch up on. I actually have Asperger's. So to those of you who don't know, uh, Asperger's is a condition where intellectually you're slightly above average, but socially you have very poor social skills. 
my experience with Asperger's is that I have a bit of a photographic memory. So what that means is when I find something that I'm interested in, I really absorb it. I can then remember it hours or days later. I'm a very visual person. So when I imagine something that I want to do, I just visualize it in my head and I can see it all clearly. I do still have some difficulty talking with others. I think one, um, one of the common traits of Asperger's is that sometimes you have awkward social interactions. Like you, you, you still have a good vocabulary and you still have average communication skills. When it comes to carrying a conversation, it's really difficult. At least that's my experience. And actually I've got Asperger's too, where I zone out or I get distracted by something within in a few minutes. So there's all different level of Asperger's in the disorder. I'm not too sure where I am in it specifically, but I know I sort of at times struggle coming up with long sentences and pronouncing things at times. And as a kid, I used to go to speech therapy and I found that to really help me looking back at it now. Yeah, so did I. I, so any parent who has a child who has Asperger's, highly to recommend take your child to your nearest speech therapy place because later in life, they'll definitely help uh, in life situations. Yes. Everyone's experience is different, of course. I don't really know about the Asperger's and all that, but if you're experiencing it at an age as well, make sure you check that out because that might still help you. So, Green Gus, Bryce Starr and I believe that you have another topic to discuss. This topic is dear to my heart. It is the gay community. Now, the gay community has gone through so much over the years. We've now people that are coming out as trans nowadays who are not feeling or somewhat happy with their bodies and they felt like they wanted to be more happy in another opposite of the sex. I've been gay since I've come out in my late teens. At first, in my opinion, I thought it was a phase what I was going through. But then once I figured out who I was, I was still sort of struggling even after coming out and telling everybody. I wasn't too sure because again, with the anxiety, it made me felt like, oh no, I don't know if I felt ready to tell anybody. But once I told everyone, I really felt happy that I did that. But in time, there's a moment that it will happen when you guys do feel ready to come out. And for those who are out there struggling right now, who are still having that hard time coming out. I have actually been with my partner. We've been together for four years and I feel like since being with him, he's really helped me open up on a lot of things. My confidence, how I'm speaking, uh, my body language. It was really a struggle at first, but now I felt like as I've gotten older, I'm feeling like I am okay in my skin. I am okay who I am as a person. Um, yeah. I think it's a good thing now that gay marriage has been legalized in, in Australia. Because now I'm not gonna claim to know too much about the LGBTQ community, but I think there was one story that I remember watching a couple of years ago that that I thought was was horrifying and I I'm actually glad that gay marriage has been legalized in Australia. So okay, I'm straight and I'm not going to claim to know much about the LGBTQ community, but I remember seeing a play a couple of years ago called The Laramie Project. 
Oh, wow. Oh, I've heard of that. So it's the story of a 22-year-old gay student named Matthew Shepard, and he was beaten to death by redneck homophobes. They were called Aaron McKinney and Russell Henderson. So those two, apparently, they pistol-whipped him with a gun, then they tied him to a fence in freezing conditions, set fire to him for just leaving him to die. Oh no, that's really sad. And because of what just happened, there have now been campaigns that have been going on against bigotry. We had politicians and celebrities, they started pledging support and they started pledging support and funding to combat anti-gay hate crime. Matthew's family have become campaigners for gay rights and they're running the Matthew Shepard Foundation, which actually funds educational programs and an online community for you know, teens to discuss sexual orientation and as well as gender issues. Oh my goodness, that's amazing. So if that doesn't get you inspired, then I don't know what will. I think it's very interesting. Personally, I haven't seen it, but I would definitely have to look it up and check out what the main story is about. Very sad what that person went through and for the family, for themselves who went through that, for their son who lost their life is absolutely devastation. Gays, lesbian, bisexuals, they've all had a really hard time and have been bullied a lot, struggled so much. But it's good that things are starting to get better again because I just look at you, Grand Gus, as just a normal person. They're just normal people. It's just their different sexuality. What they want to be, what they feel, they're just a normal friend. Don't bully them, just be friends with them. So there's this movie, it's called Riot, and actually, Bryce Star that I'm we found that. out that he <laughs> was in the movie. What scene were you in the movie? I was in like the marching scenes. I'm straight, but like I was playing a um, gay character as a marching person. And then I was right near one of the main characters in a scene at a comedy show where they were talking like a gay comedy club and that. But, but it, Riot actually shows a really good example of gays, lesbians, bisexuals. It really shows how Mardi Gras in Australia sort of planned out. It's really about how they protest to have their gay rights come out for the community back in the 70s. Yeah. Really empowering movie I found. I haven't seen it myself. I'll have to check it out. Has like real strong messages in the movie as they just want to riot because they want to get their rights as well, trying to get gays equalised, and now that we have more equalisation, but it's slowed down a lot now. I find it has. It's changed so much over progression because everyone who did get bullied would have... I can add a point in there. I was bullied in school, getting called gay. They just constantly just kept saying it to me and that's how all my mental health got to me. Eventually, some of them ended up turning out gay. So the bullies were the ones that are struggling or had a tough life. Whoever's going through bullying right now, someone who is, is struggling to come out or going through a lot, you are okay who you are. Never feel ashamed. If you're transitioning into trans, you are okay as well. Don't let anyone get you down. Be yourself, I say. I mean, look at the drag queens on RuPaul's Drag Race. That is a really great show like, to represent gays. YOLO, you only live once, so just be who you want to be. Always be yourself. Moving forward, 
to Briarstar to talk about more continuation with anxiety and depression. I have social anxiety and generalized anxiety and they're a little bit different. Social anxiety is when you're in groups. Just say you go out somewhere and then you're trying to hand money to a shopkeeper and there's like groups around you. You get claustrophobia. Yes, like that. And with generalized anxiety, that's just the basic things, the panic attacks as well. You get that linked with the social anxiety, but generalized anxiety is a little bit different. It's not social situations. It's you and how you're feeling when you're not near the social situations. In school, with the bullying as well, that's when it started. When I was around year seven, I didn't really have that many friends. Trying to fit in a lot because everything was just really hard. My anxiety, every classroom I go, I used to skip school a lot and not turn up to a class because I felt so scared and I used to get in trouble. Those experiences must have been really freaking you out at the time. You always had to felt like you had to push yourself away or not come out of your room for days. Yeah. Did you feel that way? It's just really hard and especially because I always say things about my body that I hate all the time. You are you. If you're fat, you're skinny, you've got a mark or a scar up your face or you've got a disability, you are you, you are unique, it's your body, love yourself for who you are. With my depression, I don't get depression a lot, but I sometimes, I don't cry a lot. In situations, I'm like a more person to my own and then I will cry, especially at a funeral. I keep it all inside me till I'm by myself. When I'm feeling really anxious and I get depression, I let myself down a lot. Do you have strategies to help you with your anxiety? Do you, for example, flick a pen? I always usually do that a lot. I used to always do it when I was little. Think of positive thoughts and play little games in my head and that and just walk up and down the house back and forth. I know it sounds a little weird, but if anything helps, there are so many things you do to overcome those situations. There's some that balance an egg on a spoon or lay on bed, meditate, do yoga, that's another big thing to get you into that mind. Go to a psychologist. Medication can help with depression and anxiety. Even something simple as going for a walk, drinking a cup of tea, staring at the view from either your balcony or wherever else you're living, it can have surprising health benefits. Yes, it really, really hits me. A lot. I've had so many people that have killed themselves from this and I've cried a lot. So many situations. It's so hard to explain and talk about, but I've lost a lot of friends and people with suicide. As you mentioned multiple times in past other podcasts, you're doing acting. Has acting helped you with a lot of those anxiety feelings? There was a time when I started acting. started in school, but my anxiety was rockestrated up there. So it was really, really hard and I was still struggling a lot. When I got to TAFE, the group was really quiet and there was only certain people that I felt more because there were some people in that class, not in a bad way, but it's just I could not talk to them. I felt really anxious, scared, nervous, but then I still get that feeling a lot. So when I'm actually at acting like on sets, 
it's social anxiety a lot. So I'm really quiet around people. I can't really start a conversation that well. I'm pretty sure we saw our video that Agent Gibbs showed us as well that really linked to something that we're actually going through and how he was overcoming it all. The program that Bryce was talking about just now, it's actually called Australian Story on SBS. It was a Joel Egerton documentary. The story was he used to do films as a kid. His brother was, you know, his stunt man and, you know, his wingman as well. They made films when they were young. Eventually, they won the award for, for one of them. I found it to be a very inspiring message to what they went through. They really told us what they were going through, even growing up. Their parents somewhat didn't believe in them at first, but then when they saw the credibility that they were getting, they really were like, wow, this is amazing. He had the same experiences with anxiety as well. You know, he'd be out on the red carpet, there'd be paparazzi everywhere, and he'd just get really self-conscious and anxious. Really uplifting, I found. All right, well, that's all of the mental health topics that we have discussed about today. Some of them were very interesting and some of them were very shocking to say the least. It really was an eye-opener to hear a lot of all three of us come together and really bring out and show our inner selves and what we went through of our life experiences. This was one of our most important topics that we really wanted to talk about because it all personally came to we all had a personal feel with it and all around Australia and internationally as well but if you're struggling out there please get help these are the Australian numbers at the moment and we'll also be putting the international ones down below this one is beyond blue 1300 4636 lifeline 13 Double one, fourteen. Kids helpline from kids to twenty-five. One eight hundred, double five, one eight hundred. And you can get them on below, underneath as well. We're going to leave you something positive today, with a quote from Agent Gibb. So, in the words of Samuel Beckett, "Ever tried, ever failed, no matter. Try again." Fail again, fail better. I'm Agent Gibb. I'm Grand Gus. I'm Bryce Star. And this has been Radio, Radio Sessions, Sessions Over, over tea. tea. Bye. Bye. Ciao.